Hi, welcome to Lessons I Learned in Law uh, Inside the Agency, which is the podcast or the sub-series of Lessons I Learned in Law that gives you a behind-the-scenes view of what it's like to work at Harriet Brown and brings some of our talented team members to life and you get to see who makes it all happen. We specialise in placing lawyers in-house into fulfilling legal careers. Today I'm speaking with Olivia Sacco. Liv, uh, Liv joined us last year, last September, so she's been with us for about 10 months um, and is focused on the TMT sector. So she covers she covers and works with clients across tech, FMCG and, and pharmaceutical clients mainly. And she's been a, a great addition to the, the team, so I'm excited to sit down and have a chat about uh, what, what she feels it's like to work in, in legal recruitment. So... Hi Liv, how are you doing? Good, thank you. <laughs> good, good. How are you feeling about recording your first podcast and getting made, made to do this, Liv? <laughs> we were saying um, just before we got on this, I was like, Scott, I haven't prepared, <laughs> so I'm going to wing it to some extent, but let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good, best, best approach. Honesty is the best policy. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, give us a give us an intro to your to your background and um, and what brought you to working in in legal recruitment. Okay, so I've been at Harriet Brown for as I said ten months, so coming up to a year, which is exciting and loved it. Before that, I was at another legal recruitment agency uh, in London, uh, went traveling for a bit to find myself and be crazy in Bali. And I was previously in a legal recruitment agency up north. And then I did a weird stint in PR, which just wasn't for me. So, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> what was the, when, was the, when was the PR? When was the PR stint? Remind me. That was when I finished uni as a grad. Oh, nice. It was fun. It was creative, but not for me. Yeah. What's, how is that different from recruitment? What's the, what is the job of someone in PR? What, what does that look like? Weirdly, there's some similarities. So you're working with, say, eight clients and you're picking up the phone and speaking to journalists to try and get the clients in newspaper or like coverage, so like digital outlets. So that part is quite similar. Um, but there's a bunch of other stuff, which is organizational focused and lots of planning and projects. And it was fun. I think I just prefer stuff that's a bit more fast paced and um, you can see the results you're doing and you can go out and meet people and be more people focused, really. And, and tell us a bit about the, the sectors and, and types of types of clients that you work with. Um, OK, so tech, which I guess is really broad. I like working in tech. There's always something going on. There's always a few changes, as have been recently in the in the sector. But it's always interesting. There's such interesting people to speak to there as well. And I work with from startups to big sort of international tech companies, which is good to have variety. And so many new companies coming into the tech space doing lots of different things. There's always stuff to learn, which I love. Um, so that's tech. And then pharmaceuticals healthcare, medtech, biotech companies, which also link to big FSM, big FMCG companies too. And restaurants, because I love food, which is always good. And what's the candidate what's the candidate crossover like in those in those markets? It works out well between FMCG and um more pharmaceutical clients where they're sell- selling healthcare products to some extent. But most of the time, yeah, the tech companies looking for commercial lawyers often have that skill set and if they're coming from practice from a tmt associate role that's great they can fit into there nice how much how much crossover is there 
between the candidate pools that you that you, that you encounter in those in in those sectors there is there is crossover and i guess with tech the sector is so broad so if people have skills in for example saas contracts that's great and that can be applied or, or certain tech contracts a lot of companies within the tech space will really value anyone with that skill set um same with you know, if you're looking at pharmaceuticals companies, that is more specific and people might want a niche, more niche skill set. Um, but I'd say generally out of the the lawyers we work with, um, once you have that commercial skill set or you've worked with an in-house company once, the skills are fairly trans- transferable. You're meeting the needs of the business from a legal perspective. Um, so I'd say, I mean, we the three to five year PQE is sort of a sweet spot for people moving in house or, or people gaining that commercial experience and, and moving around from there. But people do move across from sector to sector and find the process. I mean, with any job, there's a bit of getting used to it. But I think people do generally can move from sector to sector. So there is crossover once you have that core commercial corporate or regulatory skill set. But that's not to say um, we do. We place litigators, we uh, place projects lawyers, we do place people with a bit more of a niche skill set and they, they can prove that they're going to work and they have quite a good people skills, which is what you need in-house to, to make the move across and, and get the work done. And with all the, all the changes in the tech, the tech sector that you mentioned, how do you, how do you keep up to date with those, those changes and keep your, your finger on the pulse for the, the legal industry and job market? Just ride the wave, Scott. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think as recruiters, um, we need information. So it's our job to have as much information as possible. So whether we're speaking to clients or candidates or people who just want to hear about the market themselves, it's always good to ask as many questions as possible. We do a lot of going to events. I've been to quite a few recently. Um, been taking people for coffee um, just to hear about people's experiences and learn as much as possible also looking at LinkedIn is your best friend within the recruitment space and learning new things um, and checking the news as well and if we see something that's come out in the news checking in with people to check they're okay can we help and just sort of learning from speaking to people and absorbing the information there yeah information brokers we're information gatherers where do the the candidates in those sectors or in the tech sector that you you deal with where do where do most of them come from and what what advice would you have for for those lawyers or lawyers looking to move into the into the sectors so i think this is actually changing but i think traditionally they've always been from private practice and then they're making their move in house but we are seeing a lot of really good tech lawyers who've trained in-house they've had paralegal roles there and they've built their experience over the years and now are really, really good lawyers within a company and trusted. Um, but I'd say mostly from in practice and they've moved across and are looking for a new challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can all agree once people move in house, they never move back. They love it. Yeah. Maybe Seems we're biased, uh... but, um, it is, yeah, it's the case. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think that? Why do you think that is? It's more interesting. Um, I literally spend most of the day speaking to lawyers, working out career moves for them or what's best for them. And a lot of the time they want to be more involved with the client. They want to understand who they're working with. They like people. So want to work with people who aren't just lawyers and be able to teach and explain the legalese <laughs> or, or how to do law and speak to people. So I think it's 
it's people who want to speak and work with people. They enjoy it and they get more out of it because they understand what's happening and they see things from start to finish and they just feel more involved. No more billable hours as well. That's a big part. Which everyone um, hates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seems to be seems to be the way. What's what what's one thing that people people don't know about Olivia? Um, it's quite embarrassing, but I love Disney. <laughs> I am a child. (laughs) I probably watch a Disney film every Sunday and I will continue to do it. (laughs) Good. Um, And tell us about, do you want to talk about your label? I think that's quite cool. Your side hustle or your your main business. Um, so tell her, tell her, so, so Olivia, she's being a bit, she's being coy there. Um, she's also got, uh, she's also got her own clothing brand, which, um, she manages to fit in around, uh, around working at Harriet Brown. Tell us, tell us about that and how that, how that came around. So I guess I'm just a bit like ocean obsessed, really. <laughs> so I used to go on holiday and see like this, these little beach huts and people selling bikinis in there. And I selling bikinis, got a few launches coming up over the next few weeks which is good and all the clothes is made sustainably and ethically in Bali uh, which is quite cool so I was over there living the island life and got some inspiration from that which is good. How do you manage that around working um, working as a recruitment consultant any tips or how to how to manage uh, the the two things like that? Um, one thing I'd say is Harriet Brown Scott you have actually been really good at helping me juggle it and uh, communicating um, and let me do both at the same time which is good um, but I'd say probably knowing your strengths and weaknesses and what you can bring to the company and I'd say probably mine is coordinating and, and bringing sort of the vision to life um, so I think things like social media which I've outsourced to a friend of mine in Bali who has a social media agency and getting advice from a friend who's a fashion buyer bits like that so you can get as much information as possible and and bring it all together because no one can do everything and it would be a bit silly to assume that everyone can do everything and also knowing the stuff that you enjoy and knowing the stuff that you'll do efficiently and and well um I think is is quite key so that's what I'm trying to do anyway let's see (laughs) I think it's awesome I think it's great you do it and it's uh yeah it's it's cool look forward to seeing seeing how it how it develops and, and progresses What's the what's the key lesson that you've learned? Lawyers are a curious bunch. What's the what's the key lesson that you've learned from working with with lawyers from the stints that you've had in, in legal recruitment? Lawyers are a curious bunch. That is a, way, a good way of putting it, and they need to know everything. So I think being thorough is is really key. I think when anyone is getting a new job, it's such a big part of their life, um, and it's it is a really big decision. So getting as much information from people to people and if you don't know go and find it Uh, there's so many ways to do it just speak to people ask the question always ask the question ask ask the questions that you maybe don't want to know the answer to (laughs) um because working for people people are unpredictable you're never going to know what's in someone's mind and so if you just keep asking people you know what's going on work out all options and make sure they're getting the best option for them and always be there to help them. What is the one thing or what, what preconceptions do you think or misconceptions do you think lawyers or candidates or clients or whoever people generally have about recruiters? So uh, I guess the obvious one is that all we think about is commission and we just need our next fee, um, which is it's tedious because also we're in the job because we like doing the job. Um, 
People think that we also assume that we're going to know what you want. And really, we do actually take the time to understand what you want and make sure we can get you the right job. because we want to work with people long term and we want to see candidates become clients. And then, you know, if a client needs to become a candidate again, we can help them. But we, we want to be people people um, and we want to enjoy what we're doing and, and make working relationships and friends from the people we're working with. Yes, putting, putting people first. I think you, do, you definitely you definitely do that and you, you spend you, sp- you spend loads of time getting to know what what someone's drivers are and what, what's motivating them so well thanks for um thanks for sharing the uh your experiences Liv it's been good to good to chat about it and hear hear those hear those insights it's fun yeah I feel like this is Scott's plan to get all the gossip on everyone. That's <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah, they're never going to air. Um, no. Great, and thanks for thanks for listening to Lessons I Learned in Law uh, inside the agency. Uh, hopefully, if you tune in and subscribe, please um, please do so, uh, where you'll have the chance over the next the next few weeks to to hear from other people in the in the team at Harriet Brown. And um, we look forward to sharing those experiences with you. Until next time, I'm Scott Brown. Thank you.